hilarious. All right. All right. Bro, we're recording, so it's good. Are we recording now? Yep. <clears throat> All right. This is Mark Carr, and this is the second segment of this edition of the Capital Innovation Podcast. And I'm so happy to have Sharnay Rayford. Um, she's a young woman, um, a high school student, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Who started an organization, A Little More Love, and who lives right here in Washington, D.C., in the Brookland area. Sharnay is going to tell her story about how she's been impacted by mass incarceration. And she's also going to share um, her story of hope, how she has taken the on the responsibility as an individual working in the community to make change. Sharnay, how you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> it's so good to have you today. Um, yeah, let's just start off with you telling your story. Who are you? Where did you grow up? You're so young. How old are you? I'm 16. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that's really impressive. Yeah, Shanae, tell us, tell us um, why, you're, um, why you care so much about this issue of mass incarceration. All right. Well, um, I'm a D.C. native. lived here my whole entire life. Um, my father was a drug dealer. And we lived in Southeast in an apartment for a while. Um, He was in and out of prison. The first time I met him, I believe, well, I was a baby and then he went back. And then I remember meeting him when I was six. So it was me, my mom, my brother, my sister, and him living in an apartment in Southeast. Um, It was a lot of tension in the household. Um, They were very, verbally like just yelling at each other always arguing about certain stuff and my mom has multiple sclerosis which is um it's a disease that causes lesions on your brain and whatever part of your brain the lesions are on it affects that body part where the nerves connect so hers is in her leg so she can't really walk that well so it was just a very very stressful childhood um, he's now serving a 10 plus sentence. He went in in 2007 and he gets out in 2019, I believe. So let me ask you this question because in DC, many people don't know this, but because of the 1997 Revitalization Act, um, DC's criminal justice system has come under the um, sort of the leadership of the Bureau of Prisons, mm-hmm. which is federal. So that means if you're convicted of a felony conviction in this in the district, um, you're subject to go anywhere across the country in mm-hmm. the federal system. Where is your father incarcerated? Um, he's incarcerated in New Jersey at mm. the FCI Fairton um, Detention Center. And does that create barriers in your relationship with them? It does. Um, actually, my mom and my sister, my brother, want to go see him today, but. Um, we don't have the best relationship right now, so I haven't wanted to go see him in a while. Um, and he's actually gonna be transferred after today, which is why they want to go see him. Um, but they haven't told us where they're gonna move him next, so. Wow. Wow, yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that needs to change, among other things, in the criminal justice system here in D.C. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about you know, where you are now. You're 16, mm-hmm. and I'm really impressed with the fact that you started a whole organization uh, to crazy. address these. <laughs> right, right, that's awesome. 
Um, tell us about your organization, plug your organization, um, and also include, you know, ways that people can get involved in your work as you describe your work. Um, all right. Well, the perks of living in the sea actually are there. there's a lot of organizations who cater to the urban community. So um, I got into an organization called Learn Serve International. And what they do is they provide a space to like incubate ideas from high school students from all over the district. So you go in there and they ask you a question, what pisses you off the most about the world? And they're like, whatever that is. Whatever. Okay, well, let's pause there. What pisses you off the most about the world? <laughs> Be real. Um, I don't know. It's a lot. Um... <laughs> Wow. Maybe I'll I'll say like the um, with youth a lot. Sometimes um, in a family where you have a single parent, it's like they stress for you to follow like a main course of life and how to do certain things. And they don't really give you the space to broaden your horizons and find other things that you like or everything, even within like a religious um, point of view because along with my father being incarcerated my family is also very religious they're Jehovah's Witnesses which um, created a lot of barriers for me as being able to go and do certain things and explore certain ideas so I would say just like the lack of self-expression within the youth that we have today mm. and so let's continue with the story of your organization okay. um, how did that question uh, morph into your organization, which is called A Little More Love? Okay, well, A Little More Love, first of all, is a program to create expression spaces for high school students in the D.C. area with incarcerated parents or parent. So um, what inspired me to do that is, obviously, I have an incarcerated parent. Um, when you have an incarcerated parent, you have one parent alone and on top of that my parent has an illness um it kind of you kind of lose your childhood because you have to ask who have to take care of my i have a younger brother i have to take care of my mother make sure she's straight and everything so it kind of like puts you in a mindset where you're growing up so fast like i'm like not saying like full-on adulting but that's something i call it. it's like sometimes it's just something you do you like adult something mm, right. you do yeah so let That's, me ask you this. Um, you're doing amazing things. I see you have your cousin with you. Shout out to Angel. I know she's not on the mic right now, but I wanted to shout you out. But what is your support system looking like right now? Because you're doing a lot and you're doing a lot of great things. So you got to have some people who have your back. Um, I definitely do. Um, one support system I have um, is a group called City Blossoms that I work with, and they build green spaces and gardens all over DC. Oh, sweet. That's so, cool. like, that's where, like, I went, and I just ran with it. Like, that was my space to do what I wanted to do. And they're just, like, they're really good people, man. Like, they're, like, you go in here, like, you can plant some stuff, you can paint some stuff, you right. can put your hands in the dirt, you can do whatever you want in that space. I'm just like, okay. It so, sounds a little bit like therapeutic mm -hmm. in a sense like, it really is therapeutic and some people are like gardening is for girls and it's like so like not it's just not interesting and i'm just like you're very wrong you're missing out you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. 
So in, in what ways do you encourage young people to express themselves through your organization? Um, well, we provide the green space as well because City Blossoms donated their, one of their gardens to me to use as a venue for my program. So we provide that space and then we also work on integrating more of music, art, writing into mm -hmm. the program, which is something they already do, but it's not like their main focus. They're more like of the green space right. area. but be pushed for that more in that space since it's already a positive space. So. And you're young still, so mm -hmm. you can connect more directly to mm -hmm. people your age group, Peer I'm sure. Support. Yep. So um, besides being an entrepreneur, uh, are you like a singer, a writer? Um, I am a writer. I have like a private WordPress account right now <laughs> that I'm just like building up a whole bunch of stuff. You want to share anything there. with our audience? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> what type of writing? What type of writing um, are you interested in? I don't know if you call it a style of writing. It's just it's really your own weird. Style, it's right? like I'll be up at like yeah. two o'clock in the morning and I'll think about something. Like what? And I'll just for example, I actually posted something on Facebook yeah, a couple of days ago. Where, where can people find um, you on Facebook? You want, you want some more friends on Facebook? Yeah. Angel, no? you're going to have some shout outs to you. You can put your social media <laughs> on there. You're going to show you some love. It was put like, you out there. I think it, it was like one o'clock in the morning and I was thinking about a spoon. Okay, so you have a spoon and I said a spoon is used to feed yourself, to stir your coffee, to stir your tea, to put up all the contents like soup and stuff in your mouth but then you also have a spoon that's used to like boil poison and also poison your body so i was talking about that aspect of it you have like two yeah. different aspects of a simple object such as the spoon right. so right what you use it for can mm -hmm. determine two totally different outcomes mm -hmm. yeah that's dope it is so what can people do to help you in your efforts to foster this expression among young people, particularly young people who have one or more parent incarcerated? Um, how, what kind of help or service do you need to grow your organization? Well, right now we need like a lot of volunteers. Like we're with the organization, we're collaborating with local artists to come in and do like workshops on what medium of art they do. We're working with um, like musicians and DJs. I have a friend who's a DJ who is um, DJing an event that we're actually having next Saturday at the Marion Street Garden in yeah. Shaw Howard University. I'll share that flyer for you Go guys ahead, after. Pub it. Pub it right now. Um, yeah. It's um, an art show that I'm also collaborating with uh, with another young entrepreneur, my best friend, Saviana Garrett. Shout out to her. She's amazing. Shout out um, to her. Her project is called Eccentric Beauty, okay. and it's a girls' empowerment program um, um, how to get girls to accept their eccentricities and talents and everything. So we're doing like a big art show. We're going to have like an acapella group, a DJ, some dancers, some art performances, and it's going to be food. So it's going to be really hey, awesome. Oh, that's what you should have started with. Is food. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be really fun. May 21st, 6 to 8 p.m. That's dope. All right. Shawnee, I just went to your Facebook page to try to friend you, and I don't think I can. Um, uh, we'll be friends on Facebook. Okay. And then we can... <laughs> we can post, send me the flyer, okay. and then we'll post it on our sites as well, Social okay. Solutions. Thank you and so also, much. I want to give you an opportunity to come out next 
Sunday, mm -hmm. the 22nd, um, to our event on restorative justice. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, you can, when did you say the event was again? Um, it's actually the Sunday, so... So I mean, no, not Sunday, the Saturday before. Oh, the before. Sunday, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, at least we can give you an opportunity perhaps to share um, your work and to maybe solicit for volunteers. Mm -hmm. How about that? That would be awesome. Cool. Well, Sharnay, this is a pretty short segment. Um, let's We can wrap it up now, and I want to give you the last word, um, and I want to phrase this like a question. Okay. What are some, what are some of the things that people should know about incarceration from the perspective of someone like you who's had a parent incarcerated. And I'm just thinking, you know, there's always those awkward moments where people say things. Mm -hmm. um, they don't mean any harm, but because, you know, maybe if you have had a parent incarcerated mm -hmm. or have a parent incarcerated, it affects you differently than someone who doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you say, like, what, what are some of the things that people should be aware of? Um. This is something I like to say a lot when I'm talking about this topic. When you have an incarcerated parent, physically they're incarcerated, but when that incarcerated parent, they have a family, the family is mentally incarcerated. So that's something people have to think about a lot when they think about it before they actually speak on the subject. So. Wow. Can I ask one more question? Go right, right. ahead. So obviously you're a young woman, very talented, creative, millennial. And you have friends who DJ, who your best friend puts on other dope mm -hmm. events. So I'm really excited about what the youth are doing just because I feel like y'all got the formula right mm -hmm. more so than any generation before y'all. Um, just give me a, a brief outlook on what you've seen in your age group in terms of the cool things people are doing. Like, are you excited? Do you feel like it's a community that supports each other? You know, is it a lot of jealousy or is it a lot of camaraderie and helping people kind of rise up? And, rising tides uh, lifts all ships type of situation? I would say there's a mix because there's like two different groups of people that I encounter. Um, there's, well, recently I took myself out of regular public school and I decided to homeschool myself. Cause, what? Yeah. Wait a minute, so, wait a minute, so you and your own teacher? Yes. That's yeah. so ill. That's That's so, um, why didn't I do that when I was young? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if we had that option. <laughs> I got myself away from that group of people. They tend to stick in like one mindset. Yeah. They it's really weird. Like in the school systems, you have like a group of people who they like the same things, they do the same things, they expect other people to do the same things. If you do something different, they're like, oh my gosh, like right. what is that? You're not like, sticking to the yeah. Like what the, are you doing? And then I have these other group of people who are older than me, which is um, a demographic I tend to relate to more. Mm -hmm. So I like hang out with like a lot of college age kids. Mm -hmm. Like my oldest friend is like 42 years oh old. I have a 42 year old friend. <laughs> so it's like, it's like I hang out with these people. These are the people who give me positive energy. Right. And then I use that to go spread to other people my age. So it's like I'm like grabbing like a new person every time I do something. Right. I'm like, you should come and join us. Like be free. Be yourself. You don't have to be like these other people. You're the creative so. plug. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. That's what the kids are saying these days. The plug, <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, final question. Final question for real. Um, where do you see yourself in five years, two to five years? In two to five years, um, hopefully I'm in college, 
I will be working um, on majoring in journalism and art. Um, I want my business to have established itself within the District of Columbia, and I want it to take off. And there's one role model that I have, Yasmin Arrington. That's like one of my best friends. So, Shout out to Yasmin. Yep. I want to be in her position where she is right now. She's at her face in Times Square and everything. She's doing awesome things. Well, I trust that you will also do awesome things, Charnay. Thank you so much for sharing your story and no taking the problem. time uh, to talk to us. And this closes out this segment of the Capital Innovation Podcast. Plug the social media real quick. I mean, All right, the least um, we could do is get you some more followers. <laughs> it might be like 12. You know what I mean? My like, Instagram account is hyphenated underscore American. And my Facebook is Charnay Rayford. Twitter is the same thing, so find me on there. Angel, shout it out. Come on now. Come on, Angel. Put this up. Come on, you cousin, look like Angel. a superstar. Come on now. You <laughs> gotta you gotta act like a superstar. Hey, y'all can follow me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Angel. I'm sure we will. I wanna thank Angel, cousin Angel. I wanna thank Charnay. I wanna thank our co-host, Matt Ashton, um, as well as Sean Thompson L, who was previously with us today. And I also want to give a big shout out to Impact Hub DC. Um, this is truly a community for change makers here um, in DC. And this is a great location where change happens and where community happens. So thanks again, Impact Hub DC. Um, again, this closes out this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And please continue to work to change the current state of our criminal justice system.